1: Recorded live. Well, good morning and welcome to a special edition of the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement. This is Joanne Forrester, the president of the hall, and with me will be Bonnie DiCarlo, who is vice president, and we will have one of the honorees of the 2016 Women of Achievement Spirit of the 19th Amendment Award, uh, Marini Ray Stolp. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about what we're doing. And what we're doing is on August 25th, um, Celebrate and Share, an organization that honors women, uh, not only women throughout the year, but also honors their history, is sponsoring this special event where for eight years now, they have been celebrating the passage of the 19th Amendment. This year is the 96th year that the 19th Amendment, the amendment that gave women the right to vote, the amendment that said, hey, you're part of America. That amendment is not very long. It is, listen, folks, the right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. And that was passed on August 26, 1920, after a um, significant long battle for women to uh, obtain their rights. Moni, welcome to the show as my co host. Thank you, Joanne.
0: Pleasure always to be here with you.
1: Yeah. Bonnie DiCarlo is a certified financial planner and a person who has been extremely active in helping promote women to political office and um, for, uh, to obtain their um, to obtain to their rights. So we're very pleased to have Bonnie on as part of our our uh, our show and to be on the board of the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement.
0: Right. The one thing that I wanted to add, Joanne, you mentioned that it was a fairly long struggle. Uh, It was a very long struggle. The first official meeting that was held for the passage of the 19th Amendment was at Seneca Falls in New York, where there is that museum. And that was held in 1848. And both men and women gathered there to talk about women getting the right to vote. So after many demonstrations, women being put in jail, force fed, uh, Etc. cetera. Uh, in 1920 it was finally passed, uh, but not after much tribulation and protest and pain.
1: Most definitely, and this is why it's so important. is When we have the right to vote and to vote for whom we want, not just one slate, uh, we have a choice. We have options on how our lives are going to run. And voting is important not only on the local level, but on the state and the federal level, and we implore women to get out and vote. So many people were sacrificed and dedicated their lives to obtaining their right for you. And that's why we celebrate on August 26th uh, the, uh, the right to vote. Now, this year, it is Thursday, August 25th. 2016. It is at the Rivers Club in downtown Pittsburgh, and it is not too late to register. You can register by calling Bonnie DiCarlo, that's Bonnie DiCarlo, at 412-480-5247, or myself, Joanne Forrester, at 412 440 you can also go onto Facebook under the Celebrate and Share, and you will find a picture of a flag and mention about the ceremony, and you can just click on that, and that will take you to Eventbrite. We are closing registrations tomorrow at, uh, I believe, 9 o'clock in the evening, but you can register or at making sure that you give us a call. Waddy's number is 412-480-5247 and my number is 412-440-6969. Just a brief word about Nellie Bly. She uh, she is an amazing woman. I would call her the first investigative journalist. That she uh she was actually born in Pennsylvania in Western Pennsylvania. She has um she was, as a young woman, um, worked, for the worked for the Pittsburgh Dispatch and she, know, wow, the things that she did, she, was, she went and, um, for her first assignment, she, had, she had earned acclaimed in 1887 for her expose on the conditions of asylum patients at Blackwell's Island in New York City. And then she achieved further fame after the New York world sent her on a trip around the world in, in 1889, and she did it in 72 days. She was born Elizabeth Cochran on May 5, 1964, as I said, in Cochran Mills, which is in western Pennsylvania. And she first started her career by working for the and writing for the Pittsburgh Dispatch. So she is a Pennsylvania woman who... Uh, brought great fame to herself, but more than that, she helped a great deal of, of people and exposed terrible conditions. And that is one of the reasons that we thought that our, our honoree, Marini Ray Staub, would be perfect for the Nellie Bly Award because uh, our honoree is a, a woman, a photojournalist, who is driven by a desire to better understand the human experience and a firm belief that images hold the power to create change. Uh, Marini photographs to photographs to dispel misconceptions to underline the common humanity that unites us all and to further understanding of a world outside of our own. And we're going to talk about our exhibits. Marini, welcome to the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement, and congratulations.
2: Thanks, Joanne. Thanks, Bonnie, for having me on
1: the show. You're welcome. Yes. Bonnie, you know, uh, Marini best. How about you doing some of the interview?
0: Um, well, I'm just going to ask Marini. Uh, I will just say that I first met Marini when her exhibit was at the Square Café, uh, her exhibit uh, about the human uh, trafficking, and she was uh, on that with Dr. Mary Burke, and the photos were sure. absolutely fantastic. Uh, then I attended the exhibit in Braddock uh, on the uh, Satari refugee camp in Syria. So I'm just going to say, Marini, tell us why you do this and how you got into doing this and uh, inspire us. <laughs> um,
2: There's a lot of questions packed into one. Um, well, I guess I started... Um, photography several years ago and um, I'm driven to use my camera to better understand parts of the world and issues that interest me and that I believe are not being covered well or at all um, by popular media. So I usually partner with organizations who are doing work on the ground and work to to support them.
0: And uh, the organizations that you were working with, uh, both uh, in uh, Uganda and also in uh, Syria, who are some of the uh, organizations you have partnered with? So I'm going to
2: separate those two because there's been a couple years in between each of those experiences. And um, the work that I've done recently in the Middle East, I think, um, is, is, is better and is more focused. Than, than what I did in Uganda. though so the work I did in Uganda was with the Project to End Human Trafficking. I've traveled to Africa with them for about three years, and that's an NGO based in Pittsburgh. Um, we do th- They do work uh, locally, regionally, and then uh, we also have a branch in Uganda. And as you mentioned, that's run by Dr. Mary Burke. Um, and I was in country with them in, last November as well as November of 2014. Um, and then most recently, I spent April and May in um, Jordan and then in northern Iraqi Kurdistan on the Syrian border with uh, three three medical, medical aid organizations, Global Outreach Doctors, the Syrian American Medical Society, and then MSF, or Doctors Without Borders, which most people have heard of at least the last one. That is correct.
0: Um, we... We have heard of that. Uh, and you do this work, uh, and I read some of the things that you have written about yourself and why you do it. Uh, ex- explain again in your own words um, why you are so intent on bringing these stories to us. Um, I
2: think it's really important to understand. Uh, we we live in a world... Um, where we most people rely on what 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 the television or the radio tells us is going on in other parts of the world, and it's but um I, I've come to realize that uh, m- the media is largely f- failing us, and so when I hear about Using the most recent example, my most recent work is an example. When I hear things like the world's largest humanitarian disaster, or 11 million displaced people, and I go to seek out what what is actually going on, and I have a hard time finding the type of information or imagery that um, that I that I'm that I'm looking for, my instinct is to want to see and better understand it, it myself. So I sought out an opportunity to get there and um, spent about five weeks on the ground, doing just that, trying to understand what it was like for for those that have been displaced by conflict, living on living in the camp, or um, displaced within northern Iraq. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, one of the uh, things that you have said um, is that every refugee has a story. Every family has a life and a story. And when we think of refugees in the mass, we really don't think about the suffering and the, the pain and the stories of each one. Uh, I think that that's one of the things that I came away with from when I heard you speaking.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I- the goal i guess the bottom line goal is to to humanize the the word the word humanize is often overused but that is the word it's to humanize populations of people or issues or parts of the world that are so often misunderstood or not just thought or just not thought of at all i have had enough conversations with people and i mean you really don't have to go far to hear people or it's society talking about refugees as almost as a subhuman population mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the middle east is in my opinion is also misunderstood you you, you can't lump an entire region of the world together mm-hmm. um so my goal well my goal going there was To understand I didn't go there with preconceived notions of what I would find but when I came back and the point of the exhibition was to put a name and a face with what to me and to most people that I know was an otherwise anonymous population our brains don't know what to do with the numbers like I said 11 million displaced 6 million refugees another 5 million displaced internally within Syria, for example. If I told you 44,000 kids died this past year, that's insane. But again, it's just a huge number. If I show you the names or show you the faces and give you the names of 10 or 15 or 20 individuals, I think and hope that that has a different, hope more profound effect.
0: Right, Marini, if people want to see some of these photos, I know that uh, you have a a video show that you can actually see some of your photos. Uh, What is the address of that?
2: You mean my website? Yes. Yeah, uh, if anyone is interested in seeing some of the images, I have them all on my website. It is www.marinieray.com, and that's M-A-R-A-N-I-E, Ray, R-A-E, dot com, and can also shoot me an email or sign up for my newsletter. I just send out periodic updates about exhibitions,
0: work, and print sales. So, Okay. Is your email on your website, or would you like to yes. give that now, please?
2: Sure. It is on my website, but it's the same. It's Marini, M-A-R-A-N-I-E, Ray, R-A-E, and that's at gmail.com.
0: All right. Uh, and also, uh, I just want to say, because I'm the person who says it, that Marini... Uh, self-pays for all of the trips that she takes. And uh, if you are so inclined to uh, want to offer to help pay for the trips, what will they do? What will we do? Appreciate
2: the plug, Bonnie. Um, yeah, that is correct. Most of the work that I do is self and or crowd-funded. It's um, volunteer work. so. I have set up an Indiegogo campaign for my return trip. I um, I spent five weeks in the region in April and May and am planning to return, hopefully, October, November of this year for an undetermined period of time. The Indiegogo campaign can also be found on my website at com. All right. Any, and yeah. Go ahead. Um, all,
1: I wanted, all to, I I wanted to, to ask, ask mm-hmm. Marini, that you also do commercial you're available to to do commercial assignments, correct?
2: Yeah, you know, when people ask me what I do, I'd like to define myself as a photojournalist or a documentary photographer because that's where my heart's at. It's that type of work that um, motivates me and makes me get up in the morning. At the same time, it is um, not always the type of work that helps to pay rent. (laughs) So I... I love photography and any opportunity I get to use my camera I look at as one in a way that I can that I can become a better photographer. So I um I do commercial work, editorial work and shoot the occasional wedding and event. So if anybody has photo needs, please do reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you.
1: Uh, how can All I right. reach out to you? Uh by email or how, is that how you prefer? Uh yes. Okay, or going to your website. I think that's very important for those of us who are socially active and very active in social justice. Sometimes we need, <laughs> we need people to understand we have a, a a living to make too. So that one of the ways uh, that you can support Marini's activities, if you have an assignment uh, that and she takes wonderful photographs. I have seen her t- at the Thomas Merton dinner and. Um, I was just amazed at her energy and how she moved around and how she got fantastic shots. Uh, so I highly recommend them, um, Marini, for your, frater- your, your uh, commercial photographer.
0: Right. And the one thing that I also wanted to say was, Marini, the photos that you have, uh, people can purchase them. And uh, if you want to, I believe you can email Marini and talk to her. If you see anything on that website that you would like to purchase, uh, please get in touch with Marini and you can discuss that with her. Is that correct? Yeah, you know what? I
2: recently set up a store. So my website um, now has the ability where you can buy a print directly from the site. Ah. That's been done within the past week. So I'm not... Oh, great.
0: A, yeah, yeah. It's... um. Not so, okay. okay. Now I have to ask you one more thing. You're sure. not going to be here for the Merton dinner, then, are you? <laughs> You'll no, be away November I'll be away. 14th. Yeah, because we love the photos uh, and that were published. You know that you did last year. I'm sorry you're not going to be there to do that. Um, however, you will be somewhere doing some wonderful things. Uh, I'd just like to say that um, just the way Nellie Bly, uh, who was the photojournalist who really uncovered a lot of the indecencies and the inhumanities and the injustice uh, in society and presented it, um, which was a very fitting award for you, Marini. Uh, and we're sorry that you're not going to be there, but I hope that um, people will understand from uh um, Chelsea Wagner, who is DMC, her, her discussion about you and about Nellie Bly, the work that you do. And we really thank you for that. My pleasure, Bonnie. I'm sorry I'm not going to be
2: there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted... I'm, we're sorry you're not going to be there. This is... Um, but I wanted to ask you, are you originally from the area or did you um, uh, come to this area?
2: I was Pittsburgh. born and raised in Pittsburgh. I went to school... Um, I went to school in South Carolina and then traveled around a good bit before returning to Pittsburgh in 2012, um, and I had a corporate job for the past four and a half years before leaving that last year to just focus on photography.
1: Uh, that takes a lot of courage to leave um, leave the nest and to focus on what you love to do, so kudos to you. Yeah, it's
2: uh, I think it's important to if you are able to um pursue I mean last time I, I as far as I'm aware we only have one life to live and I want to do it doing something doing it work that matters and doing something that that I believe in. So yes. figured late 20s was as good a time as any. So
1: that, that's Marini, right.
0: you are certainly an inspiration. <laughs> uh and um Wow, the work that you have done in just a short time in your life um, and what you are going to be doing is just absolutely phenomenal. So thank you very much.
1: We really appreciate this. um, um, The one last thing I want to ask you, because I always ask whatever I interview is, for young women, um, what advice would you like to give them, Ernie?
2: Wow. I think being a young woman or just being a woman in general can be really tough in society. And I, I I'm a big believer that trusting our instincts and believing in our and our um, inner compass, so to speak, is in, in, incredibly important. And uh, if we were to listen to external voices and society as a whole, as to what we should quote unquote, should be doing with our life, we can easily be deterred from perhaps what we what we know in our heart and our and our soul really what what we should be doing. I think that um, taking time for ourselves and trusting that instinct and then pursuing what 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 we're meant to be doing in our life is incredibly important. So I think that would be one of several things I would say to say to young women. So. And if any, if any, there if there are any young women that wanted to just out there that happened to be listening that wanted to speak with me for any reason, I'd be be happy to um
1: happy to do that. You can reach out to me by email. We could set
2: something up. So.
1: Well, thank you very much, and I, I like your advice because uh, all too often we have these instinctive feelings that say this is the way it's best for me, but as you point out, we start listening to external voices and the way you should be or what you're supposed to do, and uh, we miss our calling. So, uh, again, congratulations to you for having the courage to follow your Mm -hmm. calling. Uh, that, That does take a great deal of courage. Uh, Bonnie, I'd like to do a wrap-up. Would you like to say uh, anything about our upcoming uh, event on August, Celebrating Share's upcoming event on August 25th?
0: Yes. Um, You can still uh, register until tomorrow evening. Uh, We are going to have a very nice crowd. Chelsea Wagner, our county controller, and our only elected woman countywide in Allegheny County, if you can believe that, is our MC and will be our guest speaker. Uh, and you probably can believe that because a lot of, <laughs> of you live in Allegheny County. Uh, but we are very happy to showcase um, Lynette Letterman and Alma Speed Fox as the uh, Spirit of the 19th Amendment Awards. And, of course, you heard uh, just now Marini Ray uh, Staub for our Nellie Bly Award and Jean A. Milko, who has been a longtime member of the Democratic Party and elected official. Uh, is receiving the Irma D'Esenzo Award. Irma was the first woman on Pittsburgh City Council back in 1956. And we have two Youth Awards this year. Sorry, Marini, you're not quite young enough for the Youth Award. <laughs> um, Rhea Bazazz and Emma Camps are two young women who are part of Girl Gov, which is a project of the Women and Girls Foundation and they uh, are interested and have been advocating in Harrisburg for passage of certain bills and uh, learning about philanthropy and learning about advocacy and governance. And so we feel that um, this is a very, very apt celebration for the passage of the 19th Amendment and thus, would just say please vote in the federal election on November 8th and the local elections are just as important as the federal election. So just pledge to yourself to vote every time, both in the primaries and in the general.
1: Very important. And often when people don't like what's happening in the general election, if you voted in the primary, you may have had a wider choice, folks. So uh, the best way to to get registered, you can contact Bonnie DiCarlo at 412 480-5247, 480-5247, or myself, Joanne Forrester, 412-440-6969. I want to leave you with the, um, and, uh, some comments about the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement. We have Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement is a 501c3 organization who is dedicated to preserving women's history and educating and highlighting the achievements of women in Pennsylvania. The history of women largely has been ignored since the writing of history began. Women's stories, her story, your story, my story are largely neglected and mentioned sometime only as background or an after story. The last 100 years have witnessed major changes in the status of women Yet significant barriers to economic parity and social justice injustice remain. The stories of women's contributions and achievements have been historically denied, ignored, attacked, or ridiculed. By preserving our history, our struggles and our achievements, we remember the past we honor today and build a future of economic, social and political justice for all. That's why we have the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement, to highlight the achievement of women, to honor them, and to educate you so that you remember what it's taken for us to get where we are today. While there's still much work to be done, a lot has been done, and we do want to say thank you. And we want to say thank you to you, Marini, for having the courage to follow your dream. And uh, follow your instincts and to highlight um, through your work news that people don't want to look at or don't know about or are not popular. Thank you for having the courage to do that. Thanks for having me on, Joanne. Okay. Okay, everybody. And Bonnie, thank you for your time.
0: I have to add one more thing that fits in with
1: the oh. Pennsylvania Women's Hall
0: of Achievement. Uh, of I forgot to mention that the Youth Award is named the Sybil Ludington Award. And this is oh, an yes. example of never being in the press. Sybil uh, Ludington was a 16-year-old young woman who wrote more than twice as far as Paul Revere telling the militia that the British are coming. It wasn't until the late 1800s that this was actually put in print. Uh, I, the boy got the credit, of course. Uh, so I just wanted to say that sometimes we we are ignored and uh, we are left out. Often we are ignored and left out. Uh, but so that's why we are uh, highlighting Sybil Liddington for the Youth Award.
1: Yeah. Thank that's you fun. for for saying that because yes, that there is there's a young woman who not only ran twice, or uh, who rode twice as uh, far as Paul Revere. She had to fight off highwaymen highway along the way, too. So quite a and courageous... And there's
0: a statue of her in New York riding side saddle, celebrating that ah. journey. <laughs> wow. All right. On that note, right. I'm saying goodbye, Joanne.
1: <laughs> All right. And goodbye, thank Maroney. You, Maroney. And
0: thank you, thank Elise. you for
1: your courage. Thank you. Bye. Bye.